ladies and gentlemen, please give a massive Edinburgh welcome for Johnny and the Baptists! I don't even think we need to retake that. I, I think, think those that's... are two very good claps. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think we're getting we're getting better and better at it, and we keep commenting on it and telling everyone we're getting better at the claps. Like, I, I think for some kind of reward that we're never going to get, Johnny. <laughs> Paddy, how are you, my darling? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tired, tired, um, excited about today, but uh, looking forward to for this week being over already. <laughs> It's not, I think that's a fairly common Thursday feeling. Oh yeah, totally. That, that's nothing, people, nothing unusual whatsoever. Just uh, yeah, it's now close enough to the end of the week that I'm like, yeah, yeah. Could you stop now? Could you stop? Could but can't, but should, but won't. I dreamt last night that I was in a pub um, with everyone I knew, but most notably our dear friend comedian Tian and Dewieb, um, mm. and his partner um, and their little baby. Um, and they were just sleeping, the three of them. And I was like, what are you doing? And they were like, we've missed the pub so much, we come here to sleep. Oh, <laughs> that's so, so you thought my, my dream last night was that, um, was that, uh, Nish Kumar and Nikesh Shukla took over Top Gear. Oh, <laughs> and it was, and, and I remember, turning, I, I remember I was flicking through the channels and went, oh, I didn't know Top Gear was back. And it was just Nish and Nikesh being like, look, we're not really the guys for this, but we're going to give it a bloody good go. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I know both of those men very well. Um, uh, I've, I spent <laughs> the last three years running. I've spent New Year with Nikesh and his family and, J- and Josie and my, and my, uh, and, and my baby. Um mm-hmm. And I don't know if Nikesh can drive. No, the last time I saw Nikesh, he had to ask someone for a lift. <laughs> can Nish drive? I've never been... He's certainly think... never driven me. I've certainly never got in a car with him. No. <laughs> I lived with Nish last year, and yeah. it never came up. So. No. <laughs> I've walked places with Nish when we probably otherwise would have drove, but neither of us have mentioned it, which makes me think neither of us can drive. But then I wonder, I just think, you know, maybe we're, oh, I don't know, maybe we just don't have a very drivey life living, you know, like our, our I, I don't know. You can't you can't drive because of your head, right? I, I can't drive. Yes, they won't let me. Um, when I was um, seventeen and eighteen, I had a series of um, I, had, I had a problem with my right temporal lobe, which mm. is um, part of the brain. That's why you can't keep time, hey? No. And um, <laughs> <laughs> I used to I used to get these terrible migraines and. Um, and I blacked out several times and had these sort of, um, I can't remember what they're called. They're, they're, they're sort of, they're a kind of seizure where you sort of, but you don't physically fit. You fit inside your brain. You sort of see shapes and colours and things. Um, mm. And it's something called temporal lobe epilepsy, which I had a number of tests for. And mm. I don't think I had, uh, but it, they couldn't really. Anyway, I, I, I had to have. Um, a number of scans and things and they could tell that something was wrong but they couldn't really work out what it was and it, it did sort of go away um, mm. but they said I couldn't learn to drive for 10 years mm. 
or or it was rather it was 10 years after the last episode which i remember being contacted by the dvla so was about six years ago i should have been allowed to start and they sent me a provisional driving license because i'd had oh, that's nice and they sent me another one. Uh, they'd updated it, but it still had the old picture, which was hilarious, because I'm not 17 anymore. Um, but I've never learnt out of... I, I live in a city, and so it isn't mm. very useful. I, I'm, I'm trying to be green and uh, use public transport anyway. Plus, um, plus I, I didn't... And, and also, you need quite a lot of spare money to learn yeah. to drive and i certainly didn't have that for a long time now i probably do i mean i certainly do but um the only reason i would drive would be to drive my family somewhere and yeah. the thought of of being in charge of a vehicle that they're in makes me not want to do it because um they're the only people that i no that's not what i was going to say they're the only people i wouldn't the only people want i'd to like die. i want i don't want anyone to die <laughs> including my sworn enemies uh i <laughs> i especially want to protect them and i feel me being uh, at the at the wheel of uh, a mm. sort of ton weighing vehicle is not the yeah. best way to protect them uh at all so i've never learned you don't drive a car but you have a motorcycle license yes i've got a, i've got a, i've got a full motorbike license because i was I'm so scared of cars. I'm so scared of most vehicles. Well, you're right to be scared of cars and not scared of motorbikes. That makes complete sense. It's not yeah, like t- <laughs> it's not like they're, they're a death trap. Well, well, hang on, no. Let me. That so so. Hey, hey, Pads. You know hey. what? Um, you know what surgeons hey. call uh, motorbike riders? Uh, donors. Wow. That's a. That's a. That's. that's- a, that's, I remember reading that in a Stephen Fry book. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. Well, they did. Yes. Well, we we got told that those onesie um, motorcycle suits that you know you wear on like sports bikes. We got told never to buy them because they're not um, they're not as protective as, as other things. But they just, they're they're called by paramedics. They're just called body bags. Um, so there you go. Um, but yeah. no, I I got um, I'm so, so scared of cars, and I've I think it's from. Uh, a number of car accidents when I was young, combined with uh, uh, a, f- a, a few other things that happened to me when I was a teenager that I'd rather not go into right now. But I'm not huge. He once I- made love to a car. <laughs> yes, and she left. <laughs> um, no, it's it's um it, it's a funny one because I always felt safer on a bike because at any time, if I ever felt anxious or scared, I could stop. It's much easier to get off the road and get out of the way on a bike. And I think in a car, I felt so big. It's not really a fear for myself. It's more like, if I'm walking around, there is very little chance I'm going to hurt anyone. Yeah. Um, whereas in a car, I'm like, anything could happen. It, like I, I couldn't live with myself if I if Unless I you were walking like your pet Komodo dragon. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just taking him on his lunch run. We've just got to get through this crowd first. Yeah. But like I, I, I'm, I'm terrified of them. I don't like getting into cars. I don't like yeah, being. Yeah. In, I'm, I'm the same. So you with get buses. very, you um, get very car sick. Yeah. Because we, yeah. we've always toured on the trains. Essentially, we we travel everywhere by train and then get buses and trams. I'm yeah. a huge fan of underground railway networks and tram systems in other cities. Yeah. So I always get really excited when we go to like, um, Manchester, Salford, Manchester. Yeah. Uh, or use the underground in Newcastle and Glasgow, and like, mm. you're like, wow! Even though it's like only uh, in Newcastle, it's like four stops. Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. Um, and the tram system in in Manchester, we both love. Uh, yeah, in oh, a quite so sort of geeky, fun. embarrassing way. 
We sit um, right at the front. We do. Everyone doesn't like yeah. us. It's like yeah. we're driving. <laughs> yeah. You, you, yeah. What happened yesterday? You took a train, or you thought about taking? A train I was for going the first to. Time. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I, uh, I had to go and check on a bunch of tech gear um, that was quite far away, and I figured I could walk there in two hours and twenty minutes. Yes. Uh, or I could get an a, a, an Uber or a Bolt or something, but that would have cost me about forty quid, which is not money I have or want to spend in that way. And so I was like, well, if I've, I've got my mask, I've got my gloves and all that kind of stuff, I'll, I'll, take, I'll just take the train. I'll just take the train. It'll take me 20 minutes. Sure. And I went to the station. I beeped in. I had all my gear on. And then uh, there were quite a few people on the platform. And I immediately noticed that I was um, breathing quite heavily. Yeah. And then the train arrived. It wasn't even particularly full. There were just people on there. And I watched the doors open. And then I watched them close and I walked out okay. and I, I didn't, I didn't, get, I just panicked. I was like, nope, there's no fucking way I'm getting on this thing. What was it about it? I mean, I, I should say at this point, I've taken, I haven't a taken. A lot of drugs. <laughs> no, <laughs> I haven't taken a train since the lockdown, but I have taken a bus and I think it, 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 it was unnerving, but I felt, and I was wearing a mask, but I also felt a real sense of. Uh, there were people on it who bloody had to be on it. Yeah, totally. Because uh, someone else had insisted they go and make money for them. Yeah. And, and I really mean that. You know, like it was full of people who uh, were, 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 were clearly were obligated into it. And yeah. I felt like I couldn't. I felt like I was really because I was I was trying I got I was trying to get to somewhere uh, that I'd gone to work um, I'd gone to work in this empty office um, to get out of the house um, and yeah. to try and see if I could get some work done um, and uh, and I ended up getting lost and having to take a bus and I felt right. such a charlatan because my need wasn't necessary and i felt like i was getting in the way and i also felt really guilty for all the people around me who were kind of obligated into this ridiculous you know we're in lockdown unless um you're useful to me yeah i i, I think that's really interesting how you put it because i think it's a comparable experience to how i how i sometimes feel when i need medical attention mm. like uh there have been times when I've been in an A&E waiting room and you look at the people around you and go, you know, what, I'm just going to leave. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm a place in the queue that doesn't necessarily need to be in this queue. Or like when you call the doctor or you book an appointment or something and it's like, oh, we're really busy at the moment. You're like, actually, you know what? It's fine. I can stitch it up myself. Well, um, I, yes, I think perhaps you need to maybe take a touch more self-care than that um, mm. would be really helpful. I think. Sure, <laughs> sure. Sure. I just, yeah, I, I just, I felt that palpable sense of, oh, I sh I don't need to be here. Like, I don't, I, I, and it's that unfair, you used the word unfair a moment ago. I think that's, that really hit me when getting onto the train. And also, I was just scared of being around people. I know we discussed it yesterday, like the idea of being with your friends being an unusual thing again. But actually, there's also this massive thing that's being with anyone else. It is like being in a crowd for the first time in three months or being like when like when I was at the protest the other day, I didn't feel that mm. because there was such a sense of reason behind it and safety and pre every precaution being taken and everyone being astonishing. And, the, and me being like, I, and then 
being in any being in a situation where there were far fewer people, uh, like getting onto a train, I was like, no, no way, no, this this freaks me out. This I can't do this, and I I, I bailed. Um, and I wonder what that's going to be like, you know, as they reopen the shops and they reopen the high streets and stuff like that, walking up and down and just being amongst people. I wonder if we're all going to have a bit of a sense of agoraphobia for a while. Maybe. Um, yeah. I'm certainly really excited about things changing and terrified in the same breath. Like I feel, and I also feel like I get really excited about the idea of something changing, like, oh, maybe a restaurant would open or like yeah. I'd get my hair cut. And then I think, but am I, I don't mm. trust this government and I don't think they're doing anything for good reason. I think they're doing no. it for money. And mm. so should I then not, Am I wrong to even be using those services when they restart? Mm. I don't know. I agree. It's a, yeah. Every, everything feels like a catch twenty two at the moment, doesn't it? What a mess! Yeah, what a mess, mate! What a fucking mess! Speaking of mess, um, we got some. Here's new... my. <laughs> we we've had a number of new um, Patreon patrons. And wow, what a what a link. What a link. Yeah, I don't anyway, thank you to everyone who supports us. Um I'm going to read out the new supporters who've who've pledged in the last uh in June so far, in the last 11 days. They are Sarah Elliott. Lovely. You legend yesterday. Jessica Martin, uh Ethan. Brilliant. Ethan no Ooh. surname. Ooh, but, lovely. Uh Emily Casely. I I love Emily. Kaylee Lucas. Kaylee Lucas didn't come up on mine. This is a mystery one. I'm very excited about Kaylee Lucas. I think Kaylee Lucas, it's possible, mm. has reappeared owing to a technical glitch. Well, I think they were already double there. props to Lucas. <laughs> um, Emma Spreadbury. Who I think we know. Yeah, we do. Yep. Uh, David Newsom. Oh, you win some, you Newsom. Yep. Who do we, you like that? It, it's fine. Um, okay. Who we know well. And then I think we're getting to... We've got Heather Tisdale and Pip Tudor, who I think we read out last time, but are yeah. such lovely people, both of them, that I think it's fine to read them out again. Uh, if yeah. you would like to join these, let's be honest, heroes, yeah, um, you too can be a supporter at patreon.com forward slash Johnny and the Baptists, and you can pledge £5 or more a month to help us make not just this, but our videos and music and all sorts of things um and you get the free content unlocked and uh, and you also get a sort of sense of self um loveliness from us and <laughs> we yum we need, yum, yum. yum 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 lots of virtual kisses um uh tomorrow we'll be making another podcast just for the people who support us um either on patreon or coffee ko hyphen fi.com forward slash baptists mm-hmm. you know what to do Drop us a cough, we'll make you some stuff. Stuff, yeah, yeah. Right, Ooh. Paddy, I feel that's the end. Um... I feel like that's the end too. <laughs> did you just um? Did you just run out of juice at the same time as me? Yeah, it's been a long morning. We've been filling out. Um, we're doing a job for an art centre uh, in Trowbridge. It's called Trowbridge mm-hmm. Town Hall, and it's a lovely job. And we're really excited. And I'll tell you more when we're allowed to. But we're making a piece of community sort of art with mm. them. Uh, for the lockdown and and beyond, uh, but today we were filling in the form. 
that you yeah, have to do to get oh, the, to unlock form. the funding. And it's lots of things that are really simple for normal people, like, you know, explain the project in 400 words, but I see that and start to melt. Um. <laughs> it's not even a big form. I just said it was a big form. It's three it's pages. It's two pages, yeah. It's, it's, like... it's three pages, including the cover page. Including the cover page, which we did spend quite a long time on. <laughs> right, we better get back to that. Um, I love you, Paddy. Have a nice day. I love you too, Johnny. I will, uh, I'll speak to you in nine minutes. Okay. <laughs> love you. Bye. Bye.